Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, and I am going to be joined by professional better Simon Hunter. And before we even get into it, I'm just going to say, Simon Hunter, we did it, baby. We freaking did it. Congrats to us, 5-0 and to close out the season. My brother, we did it exactly the way we said we would when we recorded on Tuesday. We followed our game plan. We did not waver. We were not cowards. We were rewarded. We're going to get to the details. We're going to get to the details and where we finished in the DraftKings Pro Football Pick'em Contest. But let's just say we did okay because we finished 5-0 and for the last week of the contest. What say you, brother? Matt Mitchell, cue the music. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, motherfucker? Where my money at? Tell me that your daddy is. Tell him I just want my racks. Racks on racks on racks. Boom, buddy. That was ultimate. The ultimate pressure. We had all the pressure in the world on us, man. And woo, we came through, Chad. That was a, uh, that was a fun weekend. That was definitely one to remember. You know what's crazy? And so by if if by chance, if by chance there is at this point in the football season, anyone new to our betting podcast, uh, all season long, Simon Hunter, professional better, has joined me on the podcast. And we made five picks every week in the DraftKings Pro Football Pick'em National Championship to win $1 million. <clears throat> and so... We've gone through the whole year and Simon is going to detail how we finished and we needed a big week. We needed a five and oh week over the weekend. Scott Miller, who uh, is one of the fearless leaders uh, at Action Network, uh, texted me. He goes, have you ever been more clutch in your entire life? Chances are no. I don't know that I have been this clutch. Simon, what about you? Have you ever been as clutch as we were this weekend? You had a massive weekend. You explain to people <laughs> what happened to you this weekend. Yeah, I have been this clutch. There's this one time, I think I told you I peaked in high school. I had two girls I was hooking up with came to the same party and I hooked up with both of them without them either knowing at the party. So that was a pretty clutch night for your boy back in the day. But <laughs> yeah, man, this is how to break it down. Uh, 
there might be a hundred guys in all of America that do what I do. So say there's a hundred groups. There's a couple groups in New York, a couple in Chicago, a couple in LA, a couple in Vegas, a couple in Florida, and they each have a guy like me. So we all text, we all talk, the majority of us, we all know each other because we're there's there's very few of us that do what we do, like actual NFL professional betters. And this one group has a dude that's around my age and I've known him for years. And uh, basically our, our survivor contest locks on Friday. And um, a couple of them listened to the show and he, he texted me pretty much saying, what's the deal, man? Why do you, why are you taking the jets? What's your read here? Cause he had Cleveland and a couple other groups had Cleveland. And I pretty much just texted him. I'm going for it. And you guys are idiots. for taking Cleveland. And he just put like, ha ha, we shall see. And the COVID news came out Saturday and he was just like, I hate you. And basically the way it broke down was this one sharp group. Our, our contest is weird where basically you play all the teams, but if you can hold on to a team that has the best record in football, you get an extra 50 K. So like I've been holding the bucks really late because I was hoping to cash them in for the 50 K. And this other group had the chiefs, which obviously they're 13 and one, 14 and one. They're going to win that prop. They they're sharp, man. And they'd been saving the Packers and they played the Bengals. So that's what I ended up chopping with. Like it was like I texted him before the, the Packers game and I was like, you want to split this no matter what? And he was just like two minutes later. He was like, yes. He was like, even if we win like next week, we can play for an extra like 50K or something for like the winner. But like he was in the same boat as me. Like we just won. We won six figures for a survivor pool. Like we don't really care about winning the whole thing. So. Yeah, man, I, I went big and I went with the Jets because I knew that was going to be a big one that like if I could get the Jets to win and the three other got, three other groups took Cleveland, that right there would knock them out and put me in like the leader pole to win this whole thing. So, yeah, basically started the weekend with like five of us and it, and it ended with two of us. So that was a uh, big chop for your boy. And then like with our competition, like we were talking, we, we like we text Sunday morning. And you came to me with some not terrible games, like some smart sides. And I was just like, Chad, we're, we're not doing anything like this is we're already on the smart sides. We were smart on Tuesday. If we just stuck to what we done on Tuesday, like I'll break it down later on the numbers. But we were just sharp on Tuesdays. And I, I didn't want to get away from that because I just like you said, we, we, we stopped trusting ourselves at certain points during the season, which is never the right move. You, you got to do what got you here. Got to dance with the brand new swing with the swung you. Don't be a fickle fool. All the pressure on us, buddy, and we did it, man. Five and zero made the money. Like we joked, it's sickening knowing that we're just three back of a million dollars, but that's how it is. It's it's really close down the stretch here, and there's so many people bunched in here that we came in twenty fourth place, and we only got four K for it, but still pretty nice little penny for uh, a free roll. Oh, man, we had our ups. We had our downs. We got emotional. We got vulnerable. We talked about fans being in our head. You mentioned it. We talked about making bad decisions on Sunday mornings. I think what we proved is that like even a media professional who has been covering the gambling business for 20 years and like you mentioned, a professional better, we are not immune to the challenges that come with trying to make smart decisions about betting every single week. One of us survived COVID. One of us fought off being cursed. One of us survived forgetting to record an entire podcast. This is 
bullshit. We gave away money to our listeners. We gave away money to their favorite causes, which we will continue to do, by the way. We walked into the hornet's nest. We made big, ballsy bets. We grew as a podcast as the season went on. We built a great and supportive community where we can all be vulnerable. We can all drink green tea. We can all drink cucumber water together. This message brought to you by Cucumber Water, the official beverage of gambling insiders. More importantly, we saved our reputation and the Action Network's reputation because we finished in the money. So, Simon, <laughs> Simon explain, like you mentioned, you know, we went 5-0 and this weekend and we ended up going 3-0 and on Saturday. Like Saturday morning, we loved the Niners and we, um, we loved, uh, oh my God, I already forgot who was on the Raiders. We loved the Raiders, Las Vegas yeah. on um, Saturday night. You texted me Saturday morning. You're like, we got to go with the Bucks. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We're going to go with a nearly 10 point road favorite. Like, and that's how we're going to start our day. You're like, dude, everybody on the coaching staff for the Lions is out. We don't know what's going to happen with Stafford. Sure enough, like we decided to go with the Bucks. That game is so out of reach that uh, me and Stacy and the boys, we left the house in the middle of the day, went to a friend's house and like we're having outdoor cocktails by the fire pit, socially distanced, safely socially distanced in the middle of the day because it was such a gimme, right? So then Sunday, like, as you said, we had the Jets uh, against the Browns and we had the Panthers against Washington. I like, I also love the Jags. I love the Steelers. I love the Rams. I love the Cowboys. And you were like, those are all great. Let's stick with what we got. We finished five and zero with not really even a sweat on Sunday. Like it was a remarkably easy Sunday um, considering we had the Jets and the Panthers. Finalized for people. How do we do? Where did we finish? What do we win? What's the status? Yes, I think we were like top 50 coming in. And then I texted you. I might have been Saturday night after we went three, you know, and I was like, boom, buddy, we're back in the money. We're in the top 40 at the time. And basically, you can't look at who other people picked until Sunday morning, until all the all the picks lock in. So as soon as that happened Sunday morning, I went through every team and I was just like, all right, chump, 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 like terrible pick, terrible pick, uh, chalk, chalk. And I saw that we had an avenue to get into the top 30 if like these these picks worked out because for some reason, a bunch of these people played. Um, I mean, I don't want to hate on picks because that like I, I hate people that make fun of people taking bad picks. But like people just went when we went ugly dogs and we went for it, people just went super conservative, like super safe. And they all a bunch of them went one and four and they all fell out of the money. So thank God for them because they all fell out and that bumped us up a couple more spots. So. I think we ended up 24th place tied with like a bunch of people. And yeah, it's funny where we talk all the, all year about how much the number matters and how sometimes it doesn't. And this was a perfect example of it didn't matter this week. All the dogs we picked pretty much went outright and whatever yep. closing number you got the dog at that we took, they covered that number anyway. So exactly like you said, it was a no sweat weekend. I, I do love to fade the public, but I also like to ride with the public on certain picks. And that's what that book was like. I was just like, the public's dead, in, dead on here. This is like a great number, especially with all these coaches being out. And I think we covered that by 30. So it was a great week, man. We did did some chalk and we did home dogs. And that's that's what got us into the money. And it was great that it paid off for us in the final week. All right. So uh, 
we ended up 24th place. We won $4,166, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. So I called Simon this morning. I'm like, Simon, listen, you take the majority of the money and we should give Matt Mitchell a cut too. And his response, his response was, of course, but I was thinking, should we roll it all over on a futures on the bills to win the Super Bowl in honor of Matt Mitchell? Matt Mitchell, by the way, is listening to this right now. He has not heard any of this. This It's the first time he's hearing this. And my response, my response was, I don't know about that because my wife asked me last night if we won any money in this contest. And I told her we did. And I said, I want to give Simon the majority of the money, but I think we'll still clear a decent chunk. And so I have to think about it. And she's out right now. So I'm not going to be able to have a conversation with her. Um, But Matt Mitchell, you should weigh in here. Do you want to let your cut ride? I'm not sure we should do a Bill's Futures. I think we should talk about it. I am all in favor of rolling this over into the postseason. Wow, guys, that is an incredibly generous offer. I love you both like a couple of... Uh, rich, eccentric uncles, uh, but as uh, even as a degenerate gambler, um, as someone who has uh, endured a number of uh, emergency home repairs and the birth of a child uh, this year, and more importantly, as someone whose wife listens to this show, uh, my on-the-record response is to uh, to take door number one and just take the money uh, and not risk it any further, uh, or I can uh, cut this entire section from the show. So I am, uh, I'm just going to say... Uh, I don't tell you what to do with your money. Don't fucking tell me what to do with mine, okay? Instantly, I regret saying that. That was a horrible thing to say. I love y'all very much. So, Simon, here's what I think we should do. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. I think, I think we should give Matt Mitchell his cut, put that away for him. You and I will continue to roll over. And we will again cut Matt Mitchell in if we continue to win. Because he's got major renovations going on in his house, and I don't want him to get in trouble with his wife. Yeah. That's, the good that's news fair. for me is that my wife doesn't listen to the show, and she has no idea <laughs> what's happening right now. And, so it's, and it's entirely possible by the time she gets home, she'll have forgotten that we even want any money. So here's the thing. Should we roll it over on a futures or should we roll it over on, um, on a, uh, should we just do like, put it on the five games this weekend? Yeah. Like I, I was, I was just mainly doing that for Matt Mitchell. That was my love for Matt Mitchell. Cause like we talked about this year, I've had, this has been a crazy year for me. Like it's a seven figure year and for the group I work for, it's an eight figure year. So it's like, I don't, I'm with you guys. Like I, I'm cool with cashing out cause I'm indifferent. Like I'm already peaked. I'm not going to do much better, but I love playoffs. I love betting playoffs. And if you guys want a pro to try to double your money up, I mean, week 17 is a great week for me because there's just so much value in these different teams that are resting players and things like that, where it's like people hate week 17. We talked about it last year, in our own competition. We went five and zero last year in our pick pool to end the year. So I love week 17. I always think there's crazy good value just because certain teams do just weird things where the book can't catch up to it. Like, is Pittsburgh sitting their whole team? That's insane. We can get crazy good value if we just take the Browns money line. So I'm with Matt. Matt's got bills, man. So we'll send Matt his cut and me and Chad will be a couple non-cowards and we're just going to let it ride, baby. Well, if I'm such a coward, why does this exist, Simon? Simon Hunter, professional coward. 
Oh, don't call him a coward. Here's what I think. <laughs> Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Here's what we should do. Matt Mitchell was guaranteed his cut. At the end of the postseason, it can be even more. Or it'll be, it's like guaranteed to be what it is right now. That's fair. Yeah. But it's going to be more. I mean, like yeah. this, like I, I, clean, I love playoffs. Like, yeah, like I just had back-to-back weeks of betting the Jets and I should just fade off into the sunset and be like, I won money on the Jets money line this year and the Jags money line. Who else can really say that this year? But this is where I ramp things up. I just love playoff football. It's just great games, great matchups, and there's just always tons of value on certain teams. So Matt Mitchell, I, I like that we're giving him his cut, but I hope we can double up the whatever we leave in because that'd be cool if I can give him more and give you more. It's like we talked about, it's sickening knowing that we're one game away. If we had just won one more game, it would have been $15,000. It's just like, ugh. God, these competitions are just sickening like that. And think about all the games that like were so, so close. It actually is sickening. But now I'm excited. Now we got like a real sweat for week 17. And then we'll have to figure out what we're doing through the playoffs. We're just going to keep rolling this over week to week. I don't think we should do a futures thing. I think we should just keep rolling it over week to week through the playoffs. I'm going to do a baby future, but I'll do it with my own money that I'll split with you guys on. Because I already did. a. I think we talked like three or four weeks ago about the, the Bills winning the AFC. So I, I did a couple of those bets and like I'll, I'll, I'll put one of those tickets to our show. If the bills come through in the AFC, of course, I'm going to give Matt Mitchell a piece of that because the only reason I bet that was because of his fandom. I was just like, how hilarious would it be if uh, the bills actually come through? Because, man, are they humming? It, that, well, it's, it's scary how good they're playing right now. Oh my God, are the Bills good right now? And by the way, by luck and love, we cashed our, our Steelers to win the AFC North ticket. Whew. That paid out big. And we had the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East. That paid out big. So my last real sweat here is just going to be this NFC East. I have tons of different futures and all these teams on different value. It's looking like it's going to be the Cowboys to win it. And if they do, I'm, I'm going to take a little loss on the NFC East. But if Washington can pull it out, that's like another like $10,000 winner. So hopefully Washington can beat my Eagles this week and pay me out. All right. One more thing. One more thing. We are, of course, bringing back the cash fueled phrase that pays contest. We are going to run it through the end of the football season. We are giving a lucky listener $100 for every game we win each week, which means this week's listener gets $100 and it gets $500. And we are giving an equal amount to the charity of the winner's choice to be eligible. Go review, go review the podcast using the phrase Simon says winning. And if we like it and Matt Mitchell randomly chooses it, you will win the money. One more reminder, everything we discuss, every pick we make, it's all available in the action network app. It's free. It's award-winning. Go download it. If you had followed me and Simon Hunter, uh, this year in the Action Network app, if you had followed Simon Hunter in the Action Network app, at Simon Hunter in the Action Network app, you would have won a significant amount of money um, because we were picking at a 60% clip, uh, which is just ridiculous. This week, we will still have the big balls bet of the week, the Hornet's Nest, which we've defined as being just an unattractive bet, and the Foxhole bet. It's new because Simon is great in a foxhole and we're defining that as an unpopular bet. Here we go, brother. Are you ready? Ready, man. Sunday slate, huge Sunday slate. 
61%, not bad for a couple of frauds, huh, Chad? Not bad at all <laughs> for a couple of know-nothing hacks. Our poor, our poor yeah. haters, man. What a sad day for them. So sad. It's not fair. It's not fair. And the best so, part so is it's bad. like I have people that like I went through all my DMs and like people are like, you guys are such frauds for saying like to fade the public, like as if tickets and money percentage matter for these different games and things like that. It's like, oh my God, people are so dumb on Twitter. It's oh like, my, yeah. okay, bet with the public every week and then message me and chat. Let us know how you do season long. Oh my God. It was just great. All right. Early games. First game. Vikings on the road at the Lions. It opened at three and a half. It's now up to five and a half. Uh, speaking of bets, all of the bets coming in on the Vikings. I don't know, man. Like this still feels way up in the air to me. Like if we if we do normally talk about like fading the public and all that kind of stuff and going with road, uh, going against road favorites, this one, two bad teams facing off and a lot of question marks for the Lions. Yeah, week 17, throw all that out. Like, who cares who the public's on? Like, it, it's just all madness. Like, there's certain teams who are just going to be resting guys, and there's going to be certain teams who have already punched their vacation tickets. Like, this is literally a paycheck game. They do not care. So, I'm right there with you. Normal week, I would not take uh, Vikings. I would happily take the line, especially in a divisional game. But Matthew Stafford's not right. Vikings offense is fully healthy. Like they've been beat by good teams, the Vikings, and they've played tough, but awful defense. It's terrifying that they could be backdoored at any time. But if this is the backup quarterback for the Lions, we're, we're take, we take the Vikings in our pick pool because it's like Chase, that, that guy is just collecting a paycheck. He's not a starting quarterback. He was horrible when he came in for Stafford. He was non-existent against a Bucks defense that they're not that great. So for me, I would take the Vikings here, but if people have hesitation about putting the competition, I completely understand. Uh, <clears throat> it's Vikings minus six and a half, not five and a half. I read that wrong. Um, all right. I don't know that it's going to be like, for me, a top five pick, but I wrote it on the list. I wrote it on the okay. list. It could be one of our five. Uh, again, we're going to make five picks. The contest is over. We're still going to make five picks. Um, Steelers. This is a tricky one, right? Steelers. It opened at four. Uh, Steelers plus four. It's now plus seven uh, on the road at the Browns. What's interesting is still early, not a ton of volume, 75% of the bets coming in on the Steelers, but 72% of the money coming in on the Browns. You said Browns money line before, but there's not going to be a ton of mal- value in the Browns money line here. Then again, like you make money, you make money, right? And so what's your thinking here? You mentioned this game specifically before. Yeah, like the Browns money line is a parlay money line. Like you throw that in with another one of these favorites that are just like playing against a team of all backups. But seven points is a lot of points. And we'll have to wait and see who's come, who's going to play for the Steelers because if they're playing all their starters on defense, I actually don't hate that number because this is a divisional game. I think the Steelers would love to spoil the Browns' chances of getting in the playoffs. But they're resting J.J. Watt. They're resting Big Ben and all these other players on the Steelers, and the Browns get all their wide receivers back, of course, I would take the Browns here. They're, they're going to be playing for way more than the Steelers. So this is one of those you're going to have to wait until the end of the week and watch and see what players are playing for the Steelers before you bet this game. All right, I'm just making a note. Wait until end of week. I'm putting it in my, in my special red book, and then when we text on Sunday morning, I have it in front of me. That was also part of the problem, as we discussed. Like Sunday mornings, you would – you would text me and it's like 
the middle of a crazy, hectic morning where I'm trying to keep track of what our traffic is like. I'm trading notes with other folks on the edit team. I'm prepping for our Sunday show, Convince Me, 11 a.m. at Action Network HQ. We will have another one this weekend. And like then you'll text me with our picks. And sometimes I didn't have my notebook and I wouldn't be able to see what we liked on Tuesdays. And I would get flustered. So I carry the notebook with me at all times now. Wow, uh, what a nerd, what a nerd comment that was. I need my notebook. Where's my notebook? Yeah, by the way, <laughs> we don't have the notebook and we're not going to five and oh, motherfucker. <laughs> That's true. All right. Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboys at Giants. This is your game, buddy. This is your game. It's it's the Giants plus two and a half, maybe, maybe plus three, depending on the book. Uh, this is an NFC East title game. The Cowboys need this game. And this is the time to let you down. I've been waiting for this moment to fade the Cowboys. This is so Cowboys. They get their fans back. Everyone's back on. Everyone's going to be betting the Cowboys. The Giants are awful. They played awful. Giants are going to win this game. This this is definitely our big balls bet of the week because no one wants to bet this. Big balls bet of the week. <laughs> you want to bet the Giants. Do you want to bet them on the money line or do you want to bet them at plus three? I'm going to wait for the plus three, plus three and a half, because the, the public's going to come in so heavy on the Cowboys. They're in. They're they're so in. And we talked last week. That's why I love the Cowboys. No one was betting them. They were a home team that everyone hated. And people were betting big money on a rookie quarterback making his second road start. So this is just the same exact thing, but you flip it, where the Giants have just been terrible. Danny, Daniel Jones is bad. He has not played well since coming back from this injury. But this is just a great matchup for all the pressure in the world's on the Cowboys and Andy Dalton, the red rifle on the road. I feel like he's just going to he's just going to blow this game. So I, I like the Giants. I like their defense. here. I like that plus three. Well, you're not wrong. Like the bets and the money, it's all coming in on the Cowboys right now. This is and it's a similar situation to the Steelers and the Browns like this has like divisional rival, screw up your season written all over it. And to be honest, the Cowboys don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They have made horrible decisions, coaching decisions all season long. I don't know how Mike McCarthy like ends up with that job and then ends up keeping that job. There are so many good candidates. Like over the years, the Cowboys are going to see some of these candidates get, get job and be like, really, we could have had that guy instead. So uh, I'm with you. I, and I think Joe judge is a really good coach. Like I just, I, I think he's had this team sort of playing better, in certain spots, um, I agree with you about Daniel Jones. Not that great, but I'm willing to do it, even though it goes against all of our principles of betting on the Giants and Daniel Jones. So I'm willing to take a flyer there. Yeah, uh, all right, it's in. I wrote it down. Dolphins. I'm getting weird lines on the Dolphins. Like some, some places, the Dolphins visiting the Bills, it's generally plus four and a half. Dolphins, four and a half point dogs. Uh, interesting one. What are the Bills playing for? And the Dolphins have a lot to play for. I think the Bills are still fighting for this top seed. I'm pretty sure. I'd have to look. Number two seed. Um, They're fighting for the two seed. Right. So I think they are going to play their players. And what we've seen from the Dolphins is why we've been trying to bet against them a lot lately, is that we just don't trust Tua. and We don't believe in Tua. I think he's a good kid. I think he'll maybe have a great future, but. Just this season, they rushed him a little bit coming back from the hip surgery, and he's scared to take hits. He doesn't doesn't make smart reads. He doesn't run out of the pocket when he should. And if this was Fitz, I'd love the Dolphins here. Like, 
Fitz playing against the Bills, like that's he, he's always played well against the Bills. On any team he's left and he plays against, he usually plays well against them. But I can't back. I can't do it. I'm like looking at the number right now. I cannot. I, I just can't back to it. I, I, I really don't trust the kid. So the rare, rare time I'm going to ride a team that's crazy overvalued and on a crazy winning streak. But I'll, I'll take the Bills here. So right now, the money is coming in. Uh, it's interesting. The bets are coming in on the Dolphins and the money is coming in on the Bills. So what we're seeing is a Joe's pros split. So your instinct is right here as a professional. The money, which is where we usually see sort of professional tendencies, is coming in on the Bills. So uh, you and your brethren are all coming in on the Bills. All right. So I'm putting the Bills in at four and a half. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens on Sunday morning. This, this, here's something else that's interesting we got to think about. Normally for the contest, those lines are locking on Thursdays. Now we've got to, we're going to be able to play any line we want whenever we think it's sort of the best of the number. So we might lock in something today on the feeling that it might sort of get worse over the course of the weekend. Or like you mentioned for the Giants, we're going to hold off because we think it might get better. Yeah, and honestly, though, because it's last week, I'll, I'll, I'll just post the worst, whatever the number is on Sunday and we play. I'll just post the worst of the number. Just give give back to the people, but... I talked all year about how when we post these lines, like you said, they lock in early. If you're that scared, just tease the games we play. Because usually we, when we do get games wrong, it's by a half point or a point. It's rare that we're off by a ton of points. So just the same this week, I'll post the worst of the lines. Whatever the lines are on Sunday, we'll just play that. But if you're unsure about whatever games we're picking, just put them in teasers, man. If you're scared of these numbers and you want the comfort – Play the teaser, but I, I just don't because I love the value of playing our numbers straight. That's why usually when I post these numbers, I, I, I just say, listen, I know we don't have great numbers here, but I still like the numbers they're at. So hopefully this week that holds true. We, we post the worst of the number and it won't matter like it has in most weeks. All right. Jets plus four and a half uh, on the road at the Patriots. Boy, this is a dreadful Patriots team. Yeah, I, that – I was honestly shocked last night how bad they were. I know Gilmore is out, and that literally shuts yeah. down half the field for them. And that really showed last night where Diggs did whatever he wanted against that New England secondary. Scary to back the Jets to win three in a row here, but I I'm the biggest Jets fan, man. They've they've won me so much money the last couple of weeks here, and I still think they're being undervalued, even though I know the public's going to finally come in on them because they've been playing better than the the Patriots, but. This number should be three. I think we're getting good value here with the Jets. And I know that the Patriots are going through right now, and none of us feel bad for you Patriots fans. Like, you literally just had the greatest 20-year run in NFL history. But it is heartbreaking just seeing how horrible they are. <laughs> oh, wow. you got to be shitting me. <laughs> like, Stenham, he's terrible, and Cam's terrible. So I don't care which one of them starting. I, I like the number here with the Jets. Are you fucking kidding me that we would ride the Jets for the third week in a row? You love the Jets, Jet. They, they got you $4,000. Well, in theory, they got me a lot less than that. And, <laughs> and, they, they conv and now the guy who actually helped me win that is convincing me that we should just keep rolling it over. So I don't know that the Jets have gotten me anything other than false hope and maybe losing out on a four-figure payday. Oh, uh, come on, buddy. Come I on, have faith. Buddy. I got faith. Yeah. I'm with you, though. It is scary because it would be three straight weeks of taking the Jets, but 
I just think they're still undervalued in the market. I like the number. As Billy Joel says, I'm keeping the faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keeping the faith. Falcons. God, I hate this team. Falcons plus, uh, what is that? Six and a half on the road at the Bucks. What do we think here? Like that number moved a little bit. It opened at seven and a half. It's come down. I, I don't have like, I have no opinion on this game. I have no theory on this game. And I know that it's a team in the Falcons that has let me down every single week, except for last week where they were one of the teams that we thought we should have bet on and, and it didn't matter, but uh, don't like them. Don't like this game. Don't like anything about it. Yeah. It's a true coin flip game. I don't know how Atlantic players keep showing up after these brutal losses. Like, just back-to-back weeks of just disgusting losses of games they should have won. But the Buccaneers coming out of coming off a huge road win, coming home, getting ready for the playoffs. I'm thinking maybe they're going to overlook Atlanta here, and I don't think Matt Ryan's going to take a game off. So as long as this number stays above five, five and a half, I'd be cool with taking Atlanta, but I'm with you. I wouldn't put it in the competition. We're not. We're not. We're not. Why do you keep saying put it in the competition? There is no competition. Now we're just choosing the five best bets. Well, <laughs> I'm actually in a couple other ones. I don't want to break your heart and tell you I'm cheating on you, but um, I still have a chance to place top five in Circa, which is a competition out in Vegas. And in the gold, in the super contest, my group has a chance to finish first, but we need like the luck of all luck. We need to pretty much go five and now in the top guy to go one and four. Um, but so pretty much I'm talking for myself and what I'll be playing in these different pick pools. But Hold yeah, I on like a second. This is, I got to tell you, like, this is the first I've heard of this. And I kind of can't believe you're in other competitions without me. Without you? (laughs) I mean, I work for a group. Of course, I'm in other competitions. Like, we're we're nut jobs, man. Like, these guys, they want to have action on everything. They want to be in everything. That's why, like, we do all these different survivor contests and pick pools, but... With you, I have a little bit more control, surprisingly. Like you, for the most part, even though I know you took over the reins of a survivor contest and we saw how that worked out for us, but for the <laughs> most part, you, you've let me pretty much run the show where these other guys, they're, um, they're pros like me. So they're a little more like, oh, I got to read on this one. Like you're, you're overthinking it, blah, blah, blah. So it's worked and it hasn't worked, but in the one, the circuit has worked. Like we're, we, we did really well in that one, but yeah, I just didn't bring it up. Cause it's like, who cares? Like we're, we had our own competition. That's all I was focused on when I was with you. So yeah. I'm one of those people. Here's everything I just heard in whatever you just said. All I heard was a, you're cheating on me. B you just completely diminished everything I brought to the table for the entire season. Chad Millman wrote a book. Not at all. You're the, you were my anchor. You held me down. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, man, you were good. Like your bye weeks were the clutchest thing of the season. You had us skip a, like two bye weeks combined. We were three and seven. So that's that's where you you saved us, Chad. I thought I had some really good picks over the course of the year. Really good picks. Uh, many times on Sunday mornings, I walked us away from making bad picks and provided ballast. <laughs> I put God. us back on the path to winning. I reminded us, reminded us that we could not get emotional, that we could not be cowards on Sunday morning. Cause otherwise you're out there like being, you know, crazy bearded, you know, Simon and thinking all these crazy thoughts. I'm the one who's saying, dude, get back to the fucking basics. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But at the same time, 
I don't know. We don't have to get into it. But yeah, it's like it, it, it is it is a give and take. So it was one of those most Sunday mornings. If you were super passionate, I would just give it to you. I'd be like, all right, Chad's Chad thinks he's got to read. I'm going to let it ride here. So it's definitely it was definitely fun Sunday mornings arguing with you about the picks. And then but, but the, the intimation here is that I give it to you and then we lose. <laughs> right. But not all mm-hmm. the time. Not all the time. All right. Ravens at Bengals. Ravens, uh, 11 and a half. Bengals. I mean, look, that's, a big, that's a big number on the road, but obviously they need a win and in situation here. Yeah, this is one of those. I'll, I'll be throwing the Ravens money line in some place, but it's terrifying. I just can keep getting this memory years ago of the Ravens needed to win a game against the terrible Bengals team and Andy Dalton on like fourth and 20 put the ball in the end zone, the Bengals beat the Ravens outright. And it was like one of the most shocking upsets I can remember. But yep. that was Andy Dolan versus Joe Flacco. Ain't no Joe Flacco on the field today. So I'll take the Ravens big number. I played them last week against the Giants, even though I felt gross and it worked out. And we talk about all the time, the Ravens just beat up these bad teams. So I don't hate taking the Ravens here, but it's such a big number. I'm with you. I probably wouldn't put this in my competition. All right, we got to go to the late games. Let's get into the late games. And the first late game we're talking about is so freaking marquee. You may notice, you may see this on the Zoom. We video together. I'm wearing my Bears hat because I am all in. Like, there's already reports out there that the Bears are going to, are thinking about bringing back Mitch Trubisky. Mm. I hate the idea. You know, I have felt like the Bears just should have gone in the tank started over, fired everybody, rebuilt, get like foundationally strong and like, let's start over. But they got a chance to go to the playoffs. The other day, my, my kid said to me, my 14 year old, he's like, you can have a Super Bowl this year, but you got to keep Mitch Trubisky for the next five years. My answer was, I take the Super Bowl because nothing replaces winning a Super Bowl and you can like live with pain and agony after that. So I'm going to go all in on the Bears Plus five and a half. It's a pros Joe's game. All the bets coming in on the Packers, all the money coming in on the Bears. Talk me off this. Tell me I'm wrong. That's like the perfect mentality about the Super Bowl. Like as an Eagles fan, if that Dallas loss would have happened just say four years ago, I'd still be in my bed like crying, just being like, we're we're the worst. <laughs> we always do this. We're just failures. But having a Super Bowl ring, it just makes you breathe easy. Easy, where you're just like, eh, that wasn't our year. We we already we, it was our it was our year three years ago. Now this year is not our year. But with the Bears, I'm with you. If if they can just get in, I love this team. I love this defense so much. And the fact that Green Bay could be the one seed, I know this game decides if they'll be the one seed. But back to the Bears, this will if they can make the playoffs and then they have to play the Packers for a third time. That's such a huge advantage with these different teams. But like you just said, the Bears are a home dog. All the money's coming in on the Packers. This is just an easy play where as long as it stays above three and a half, we take the Bears. I know it's risky. This is where he lets us down. But it's it's one of these things where the Bears, they're running the ball great. They're not asking him to do too much for risky. Like literally all he's doing is one or two reads and he'll just get it to Allen or he'll just dump it off like short. So the way the Bears are playing right now, I love this number. I think we're getting great value of five and a half. We haven't chosen a hornet's nest game or a foxhole game. You want this to be foxhole? This feels like a foxhole game to me. You and I, it's an unattractive pick. 
everybody is coming in on the Packers. You and I are aligned. We are together. We are compadres. We're not companions on this. That's the hornet's nest. We are compadres. We are foxhole in this shit. Oh, yeah. This is this is D-Day. We're storming the beaches here. We're running up the hill to take down the Germans that we call Aaron Rodgers. Let's climb down into the foxhole. We are saving Private Ryan this game. We are Tom <laughs> Hanks and Edward Burns, and we are in the foxhole, and we are firing our guns, going on the bears. Woohoo! Let's do it. All right. Titans visiting the Texans. Titans minus seven and a half. Mm-mm-mm. Another money line spot where you, 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 I hate this number because Houston, they're bad. I get it. Their defense is terrible, but they still have Deshaun Watson, who he won't care if they're down 37 to seven in the first half. Deshaun Watson is going to keep fighting, keep trying to score. So for me, I hate this number. Seven and a half is terrifying to me where Houston, they're playing for nothing. They don't even have their own first-round draft pick. Like, they don't care about losing. And after J.J. Watt's speech last week, he got me so fired up about just the whole mindset of a football player and, like, what gets him going. Um, ah, God, I want to take the Texans, but, no, like, I had, this, I had this number at seven and a half. And this is one of the few games where both teams are playing all their players. But with all the injuries to the Texans' defense, I, I can't put this in the competition. So for the people listening out there, this is one of those where if you're doing these money line parlays, I, I put the Titans in one of them. I like the Titans' money line here. The better bet is whatever the total rushing yards prop is for Derrick Henry, bet the over. Because he's like 200 yards away from 2,000 yards. And they are going to fucking pound the ball against a shitty Texans defense and watch him get to that 2,000-yard mark. I love that play. It's smart. Well, every once in a while. I, I might have been your anchor. I might have been dragging you down all season long in the contest. But every once in a while, a blind squirrel finds a nut. Seahawks, minus five on the road at the Niners. They've already got the NFC West. Niners are a good uh, team. They're they're the ugly ugly girlfriend. No one will, no one wants to show that they bet the Niners or talk about how they bet the Niners. But we love the Niners. We, we love, love the when Niners. they're dogs. We love the big value here. I wish it was still plus six, but the sharps already came in and hit this down. Um, I still would take this number. It's Me too. like you just said. The Seahawks have already wrapped everything up. This is like I know they're playing for the top seed, but. I just see like this game. I feel like this game is going to mean more for the 49ers. And I, I just like this number a lot. I think as long as it stays above three and a half, four, if it stays at four and a half, this is good value here. So I'd be cool with putting the 49ers in. I like the 49ers a lot here. I don't like uh, the Chargers Chiefs game. Chargers are, you know, Chargers right now are three and a half point favorites because obviously the Chiefs have everything wrapped up, blah, 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 blah. I'm not a fan of teams sitting all their players at the end of the year. I think it's bad for rhythm. I think you need to get these guys in there. It's just not a, uh, it's not a theory I subscribe to, um, but I'm still not going to bet on the Chargers. Really? I actually like them here. It's, no. you've seen the, Chief, the Chiefs are just, incredible on offense and they have some good players on defense for sure but the reason they win and they haven't been covering which has been pretty pretty fun betting against them because they just have not been covering the Chiefs but this is one of those where if it's all the backups on the Chiefs playing against a Chargers team that's playing all their starters 
I, I like the Chargers here, but I'm with you. I, I, I wouldn't put this in the competition simply because that's a weird number, three and a half. So we can stay away, but I do like the Chargers at this spot. I already forgot what our big balls bet of the week was. Was it Giants? Yeah. All right. Uh, Raiders, two-point favorites on the road at the Broncos. Look, the Drew Locks have let us down all year, and and we've chosen them in a couple spots that we thought were smash spots for the Broncos, and um, it hasn't worked out. He, I just don't think, like, he's the kind of guy who, when they're down by a lot, he can put them in a spot to backdoor. He is not a guy who's going to keep them in any games that are close. Uh, it's two and a half. They're two and a half point dogs at home. It's kind of a meaningless game all the way around. All the money, all the bets, both sides of it coming in on the Raiders. What say you? Love Denver. This is like the, oh, such a great, God. I know, such a great time to take them. Gross bets, gross profits. The Raiders defense is trash. Well, the city of Las Vegas doesn't even care about the Raiders anymore. They, they're that bad. After that loss against the Dolphins, that was just – that was embarrassing. So, Gruden, he's reeling. He's the worst winning percentage of any Raiders coach. I think they posted that in, like, the history of the Raiders. So, for me, this seems like a, a team that's given up where the Broncos – they played tough last week. I think they lost by a field goal. I'll keep taking the Broncos. It's it's a hard life. It's not a fun life, but they've been covering most of these weeks for me down the stretch here. So I'll take the Broncos here and hopefully this gets the plus three. This is going to be awful. Are you are the Broncos like a hornet's nest game? It's an ugly, unattractive bet. The Broncos could be the perpetual hornet's nest. <laughs> they could. I was saving it for the, the last game. All right. All right. That's a good idea. Let's save it. Let's save it. I'll put the Broncos on our list, but let's save it. I, I don't uh, want to make the people bet on the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, the, the Cardinals are, it's a weird number. Like some places mm-hmm. showing big numbers, some places, some places showing the Cardinals is four point dogs. Other places like DraftKings has the Rams as one and a half point favorites. I don't know what to do here because like Jared Goff isn't playing. He's broken his thumb. Jared Goff broke his thumb. They say that he might be able to return for the playoffs if they make it. For the record, I broke my thumb in August, had surgery two weeks later. I still can't bend it all the way. So I don't know how a guy is going to come back from a broken thumb and like be able to grip a football in two weeks. Well, hopefully a guy that's 24 heals quicker than a guy in his late 70s. So I think uh-huh. he'll be all right. <laughs> I did no, say man. that. I did say that to my orthopedist. Like, how the fuck are these guys – getting on the field and playing football seven days after breaking their fingers. And he's like, they're 22 years old. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. This is like one of these sick games where I would love to take the Rams here. Cause like we said, we love fading cliff cliffs, the worst coach cliff Kingsbury McVeigh is going to coach circles around him, but I- I'm scared to tell people to do it. Cause it's like, it's one of those where I personally will be betting heavy on the Rams just because all the money's been coming on the Cardinals. And I don't think they're, I don't think golf is worth that much to the Rams team. Like tell me how many points Jared golf is worth. And I, I'll tell you how much you're wrong. Cause I just don't think he's this great quarterback. He's a below average quarterback. that's in a great system. So everything I read about this backup is this kid's quick. He's an, he's a, a really good athlete that, He's been in McVay's system for a couple of years now. So I don't hate the Rams play. I, I, I really don't. I think that as long as this number keeps getting bet up because people are going to come in so heavy in the Cardinals, 
if this ever gets to plus seven or seven and a half, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna put the Rams in my competition. But for all the people out there, I completely understand you don't like putting a ton of money on a backup quarterback. But fading Cliff, it's fun, it's easy. So McVay versus Cliff, don't think about it too much. Yeah. By the way, we're in week 17, and we are going to have more games that we are choosing as from our we are choosing five from than we had throughout the entire year. We've already got. I think seven or eight games that we have decided we liked. Cause I just wrote the Rams <laughs> down as underdogs. Uh, two more games. I love, this- no, I love week 17. Games. I love we it. I love, love week 17. We got three more games. We got the Jags Colts. Uh, I mean, uh, like keep it Colts. moving. Yeah. Okay. Colts are two touchdown favorites. Forget this. Saints Panthers. Saints are six and a half point favorites on the road at the Teddy covers. Dude. It's like they are fucking begging us to take the Panthers. Hornet's nest. We got a hornet's nest. Be my companion. I'm walking to a fucking hornet's nest, all right? Now be my companion. We have to. Teddy covers, baby. We love, we talk every time. Teddy's a dog. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You just take the number. I don't care what your numbers say about the Saints, how much better the Saints are, all that noise. Teddy is a dog. We love it. Yeah. Like, how do we not? We have to honor him. <laughs> if for no other reason, we have to choose the Panthers to honor Teddy Covers. Yeah, I love it. Uh, also, like at this point, still very low volume, but like 80% of the bets coming in on the Saints, of course we are going to take the Panthers. And this number is going to go up and we're going to love it. All right. Washington football team playing for its lungs dropped Dwayne Haskins this week. Uh, as soon as he was dropped, my, my kid, uh, he was like, man, he's going to have a great career in the XFL. Um, the Washington football team, one and a half point favorites against the Philadelphia Eagles. Professional football quarterback Alex Smith will be playing. I would take Washington here. Yeah, don't hate the number. Um it's scary because we're, we're saying to ourselves, Alex Smith is coming off a pretty serious injury if it's held him out the last couple of weeks. And everything we've seen from Washington is their defense is still playing at the highest of levels. Like Chase Young is playing out of his mind. He had two strip sack fumbles last week for yeah. Washington. So like you just said, this this Washington team, they're really playing for something here where the only guy in the Eagles who's going to be playing for something is Hurts. And I don't really like that situation where the rest of the team is already thinking about their vacation and you got a rookie QB who he played terrible last week. He really did. He, he just made really bad mistakes. And like we talked all year, this Washington front four has been very profitable for us. As long as Alex Smith is the quarterback, Washington has been really good to us. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep playing what got us here, buddy. I'll, I'll take Washington with you. We will honor Alex Smith. Alex Smith, professional quarterback. Professional football quarterback. I feel like we should get him a badge and like, instead of having the little Walter Payton patch on his Jersey, he should get like a professional football quarterback patch. That's we send him from the favorites. I wonder if no, you just got to, you got to DM him and say, hi, this is Chad Nolman, New York times bestseller. And I run a company called the action network. And I'd love to have you on because I've been championing you all year. Unlike most people. So I feel like he'll get back to you because you're the only person who's been in his corner in the betting world all year. It's true. It's totally true. I will say, you know, you know why I love him? And I think I mentioned this 
when I was editor in chief of the magazine of ESP in the magazine, Seth Wickersham, who you know is one of the best NFL writers in the country, uh, did a phenomenal story about Alex Smith after he had broken his collarbone with the Niners and like just the agony of having to come back from that. And like Alex Smith's dedication to coming back from it. Like I remember this scene about Smith sleeping upright in a chair because it was so painful to do anything else. And like just the, the rigor and effort and depression that comes on from having to come back from an injury, you know, if a guy like that comes back from what he came back from with the leg, like he's a fucking pro. And you know, I like nothing more. I value nothing more than professionals in any level. Pros pro. Pros pro. All right. We got like 10 games we're thinking about. And we will, again, put these into the app on Sunday morning. Simon Hunter, Action Network app. Follow them. We are rolling over our money, folks. We are like, we're playing with a much bigger bankroll than we have all year. So we're going to make five picks. We're going to put real money on these picks. It's going to be tense. It's going to be sweaty. It's going to be ugly. I can't believe I've already agreed to take my kids tubing in the state of Connecticut because it's vacation and we got to get them out of the house like on Sunday. So there's going to be a part of the afternoon where I can't even watch the games, but whatever. We love the you're, Vikings. You're going, to, you're going tubing in late December? Well, listen, like... A, I'm not going to leave the car. My kids are going to go. And B, like, I got to get them out of the house. It's like, all they do is sit on their screens. I'm taking two days off this week just to, like, help manage them. So, they're so not let me help you out here. Back in the day when I was a kid in the 1950s and 60s, we used to do a thing called war. So you get a beer bottle, you fill it full of gasoline, you put a T-shirt in the top, you light it on fire, you make a Molotov cocktail, and you let your kids just have a war in the backyard. It's fun. It's safe. It kills a day. Well, listen, I did. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm not afraid of them playing with fire. A, <laughs> B, uh, when I was a kid, we used to do bottle rocket wars and we'd take out the ski poles and we'd get the bottle rockets and like we'd shoot at each other at night. We'd go to the playground of like the grammar school. And one year the cops came and a buddy of mine dropped his ski pole and it had a lit bottle rocket in it and it hit the cop in the chest. And the cop like was so fucking pissed. He motored, tackled this guy. He got hauled in. The rest of us like scattered. And we were all like at that guy's house with his dad. And his dad had to go get him at the police station. And we didn't know like, is he gonna, is he gonna flip? What's gonna happen? And like, of course, nothing happened. They let him go. <laughs> like that was that. But we were convinced we were all going to jail. Oh yeah. All right. Vikings plus six and a half. Uh, Browns minus seven. Giants plus three. That is our big balls bet of the week. Bills minus four and a half. Jets plus four and a half. Bears. Foxhole plus five and a half. Niners plus five and a half. Broncos plus two and a half. Rams, whatever they are as underdogs. Uh, Panthers plus six and a half. That is our hornet's nest. Washington minus five and a half. We got to choose five of these games come Sunday. Check out the app. You will know which games we are choosing. Real money at stake here. We are rolling this over. This is exciting. Yeah, I'm probably I'll probably do um, what I've been doing personally with our picks is like I'll just do round robins with them because it's just quick, easy, and lazy just getting all our picks in. And I'll do that, and then I'll just do like one or two straight up bets for us. But um, I'm still I'm still so tempted to put a little bit of our cut on the Bills to win the Super Bowl, but. We'll let Matt Mitchell take his time, think things over. He has two weeks until the playoffs, so there's no rush. But 
I do. I do with love if all we just as a podcast put a futures on the AFC with the Bills and we did it with the Bears to win the Super Bowl and the NFC. It would just be fun as a show. I think we have to. You're in. I'm in. All right. We'll see. We'll see how we do this week and we'll, we'll, we'll talk next week about it. All right. Uh, all right. Let's give away some money. Spe- speaking of giving away some money, <laughs> let's give away some money. Uh, last week, we asked fans to rate and review the podcast. Those who did and used the winning phrase in their review were eligible to win up to $500 and somebody won all 500. People get in there, review the podcast. You're giving, you're, you're leaving money on the table. Don't be that person. Uh, we are going to do another phrase that pays. The winner earns $100 for every win Simon and I have this week. And then the Action Network will match that number with a donation to the winner's favorite charity. Go rate and review the podcast using the phrase Simon says, winning! And we will randomly choose the winner to get that cash, meaning Matt Mitchell will choose. The winner of this week's contest is Joey from Boston. Joey. If you're listening, reach out to matt.mitchell at actionnetwork.com for your prize. This is the best sporting, this is hands down the best sports betting podcast in the world. The roller coaster of emotions Simon and Chad put us on this season have been incredible. Simon says we need to own our decisions and my decision to download this podcast, like my decision to brew my own cucumber water, has been, been paying dividends all season long. Joey from Boston. What a wicked, awesome review. Get it? <laughs> that was a nice review, man. It, it has been fun. It was like uh, coming in, I just wanted to show people like how pros make a profit. And they saw it's not pretty, man. We bet ugly to win big money. And that's how you have to do in the NFL. You can't play it safe like we talked all year. So that was a cool review, man. It's, it's fun knowing that we help people just improve a little bit this season, you know? I thought you were saying coming in, uh, you just wanted to show people how pros make a profit. And what you learned was that you found a new best friend. (laughs) It's true. A lifelong friend. Lifelong friend. All right. This has been The Favorites from the Action Network. I'm Chad Millman for Simon Hunter at Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter. Download the podcast from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next week. Love you.